0: So welcome everybody. I have an amazing guest on the podcast today. Her name is Amy Haggerty, and she's a local realtor and friend of mine that I've known now for six years. And I'm really excited to have her on here because I feel like she's somebody who kind of flies under the radar, but she's built such an amazing business that I'm super proud of. Um, and I've also been, you know, someone who's used her services. So I'm really excited to have you on here, Amy, and welcome. How are you?
1: Thank you very much. I'm fantastic. I'm, this is really exciting. So thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, no problem. Thanks for coming on. Um, if you wanted to give our audience a little bit more information about, you know, a little more background on Amy Haggerty and who she is, that would be awesome.
2: Path to Business, the podcast. I'm your host, Bethany Brett, self-made, six-figure business owner, photographer, mother of three who's not afraid of hard work. True connection is a superpower that we can all achieve and sharing your story the way you want to is extremely powerful. I want to celebrate each journey in business as no story is quite the same. Knowing how we got started is so important for growth, especially when we are working so hard within our business. We understand and appreciate the sacrifices and decisions that have led us to where we are today. You've already crushed so many goals, and by sharing how you did it, both you and others can continue to achieve all your biggest dreams. Empowering ourselves and others will give you the permission you are seeking that you never needed in the first place to get all you strive for and more. This is your path to business.
1: Yeah, sounds good. So um, so yeah, my name is Amy Haggerty. I am a local realtor here in Ottawa. Um, primarily I work in the West end, just, uh, I mean, I work all over, but I tend to do a lot of work in Kanata, Stittsville, Barhaven, Nepean, in those areas. It's just uh, where I live and where I do a lot of my work. And yeah, I work with Keller Williams Integrity and the Amy Haggerty real estate team. And we, yeah, we just, we do our thing out, uh, out in this part of town and, um, I'm pretty pretty busy person. Um, Usually it's slowed down a little bit (laughs) recently, but uh, yeah, so I'm a mom of three and um, they are 14, 11, sorry, 13, not quite 14 yet. I'm aging them, (laughs) but 13, 11 and seven. And uh, we have a, a pretty busy life style. So I'm busy with work and I'm busy with home. So it's it's kind of a crazy ride, but I always work really well under pressure, <laughs> as you probably know. <laughs> she does, she does. <laughs> so yeah, so that's just a little bit about me.
0: Yeah, and I, when we say that you're busy, um, you know, we've kind of chatted back and forth. You know, I have three kids, obviously younger, but you have three kids that are very active in sports. And I feel like every different... well. Not currently during the pandemic, this is what we're in right now, but you know, you take them to different sports all over (laughs) the place. I don't know how you manage that.
1: Yeah, so it is pretty busy. Um, My two older ones play competitive. Um, hockey and uh, my son plays competitive lacrosse usually not right now but um, and my uh, older daughter horseback rides my younger one also plays hockey but she's still quite young so we're we are really busy uh, and it's it's by design so I never complain about how busy we are because we do it to ourselves (laughs) and and I know that Um, and we we're just a family that really loves activity and my husband um is a marathon runner he loves to run and bike so we we really have to try to work together to fit everything in and um we have a saying in our house that if it's not in the calendar it doesn't exist
0: <laughs> so, so if, true if it's,
1: if it's not there it's not happening <laughs> and so it really it really is um it really is uh, like a balancing act trying to figure out how to uh, service clients, and I don't work in an industry that is Monday to Friday, nine to five. So that actually works to my advantage a lot. Uh, but I have to balance that between having our busy time, you know, and e- is typically evenings and weekends with the kids and, and their activities. So, so there is a lot of Finagling, for lack of a better term, Um, and that's where my that's where my my partner comes in as well. Is um, because you have to make sure you're there. You know, the whole point of of building a great life is to be able to enjoy it with your family. And if you're always busy and running and working, then it's difficult to be able to do that. So so that that part of of my business has been huge to me is having a partner that we can kind of Balance things out between us, and um, and and setting expectations for clients, like letting them know this is this is generally the better time for me to work, and and um, and knowing that you might get a, a, a message from me a little bit late at night. I tend to be a night person, so um, so yeah. So we just we do what we can to make it work, and and try to make sure that everybody gets what they need in the family and with the business, right? Because obviously real estate is um, is a pretty instantaneous industry. People, people want answers right away and it moves very quickly. So we have to be able to adapt to that. And so technology is huge in yeah. that part of it, right? Being able to do almost anything on the fly. And I'll tell you one interesting thing of what's happening right now is we were already pretty advanced, I think, with you know, electronic signature and a few things like that. But I think in the last few weeks with with everything going on, we've actually become more efficient, which uh, so there's there's a lot of good takeaways that I'll be moving forward when we get back to some kind of normal. So
0: <laughs> whenever yeah. that's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, one of the things that I admire about you too, is though, even though, you know, you're you're doing all of these things, managing all these schedules and calendars. Um, you know, you're, you are truly there for your clients. And I think that that's something that, you know, regardless of, of what, you know, how busy you might sort of feel like you are, you, you are really amazing at, you know, being there for your clients when they're going through a very stressful time. So I feel like that's something that you do what seems seemingly is flawless to me, but, you know, that's from my side. So well done.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah. And I think I think that's important. And, and for me, my goal is when I'm working with a client, and obviously I have multiple clients that I'm working with at any given time. But what I want people to feel like is that they're the only client I'm working with, right? And so I want them to feel like they can text me and they can call me at whatever time. I, I mean, we have to set some parameters and there has to be some, um, there has to be some you know, guidelines, but at the end of the day, it is a really, even if it's for a happy reason that you're moving, it can, it's very stressful no matter what. And obviously, if it's not for a very happy reason that you have to move, if you've lost a loved one or it's, you know, elderly parents that are leaving their home, like sometimes there are times when people are moving and it's not a happy situation. You just, sometimes people need a little bit more than just this is the transaction, this is how we do it. Um, this is the documents you need, there just has to be a little bit more to it. And, um, and that's, I I want people to feel like I have a a vested interest in their happiness about how their how their real estate goals are going to kind of play out, right? So it sounds kind of corny, but honestly, that's,
0: that is what I what I try to
1: strive for.
0: Yeah, so I mean, before we kind of get into too much, because I think that You know, you've got probably so many amazing stories to share just about how you've grown your business and things like that. Um, You know, talk to us a little bit about what you did before your business, because I think that, you know, and we've chatted before about how... um, you know, transferable, a lot of these skills are when you are dealing with tough situations. And I know even myself, and like, I think back, and I'm like, well, probably one of my most craziest times has been around Amy, just trying (laughs) to like, stressfully, you know, like, deal with selling homes, and like, in very crazy scenarios with like, very complicated issues, just with tenants, or, you know, things like that. And you've always, you know, been such a support for me. But I think that you know, you've um, you've got a skill set maybe that a lot of people don't have, and so yeah, I would love to hear about you know before your business, what did Amy do?
1: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so my background is actually uh, in policing. So many years ago, when I was a young 21 year old, I can't even believe I was that young, but um, yeah, so I was hired with Ottawa Police as a police officer. So um, so I've worked with them for uh, 20 years now. So that's my, that's kind of my background. So um, a lot obviously in emergency response. And, um, and it's, it's hard for me because I really, I actually really love policing. Um, and I, I had these grand ideas of where my career would go in policing. And, um, and everything was kind of on track. And then I had kids. <laughs> it, really, it really changed my trajectory. And not, I don't say that in a bad way. I obviously love my kids, but it just, it really focused, it made me focus on um, the parts of parenthood that are difficult when you work. And, and this is for any shift worker, right? If you have, you know, so it, it was, it wasn't the, the job in in itself, it was just the way that it has to be. Like, there's no other way to police a city. You have to work shift work. You have to work, you know, different times a day. And and so for me, it was, um, you know, I, I love that career and I love that job and I love the people that uh, that I have always worked with uh, throughout the years. But it was just it became so much more difficult when I had my kids. And, and I needed something that had a little bit more control over my schedule. And, uh, and that was kind of the catalyst for, for me going out and getting my, my real estate license. So I actually, I actually did all my courses and I did my training for real estate while I was on uh, maternity leave with my third child, who's now seven. And it was, this is, this is the difference between me as a first time mom and me as a third time mom. <laughs> <laughs> me me as a first time mom just could barely function, and me as a third time mom it was just by then it was second hat, right so <laughs> um, so very different experiences but but yeah, so I did my my courses during that period of time and um and so yeah, I think there are a lot of really transferable skills between policing and real estate uh, I, I mean both jobs are really about talking to people and understanding what's happening in a situation and what people need. And um, I have a little bit more control when when I was policing <laughs> than I do in my real estate. In- what do you mean? You
0: can't just like, you know, arrest them, you're being crazy. <laughs> Please calm down.
1: <laughs> no, so in, in real, you know, I and, and that in all honesty, that was one of the hardest parts that I found transitioning was in policing, you go into a situation and you're in control. You're gonna tell people this is what's happening, you're doing this, this is you're going here. Um, and in real estate, it's, it's totally different. You're the, you're the information giver, but people have to make their own decisions. And sometimes I agree with them and sometimes I don't. And I, I have been very lucky. You know, I have, I've just been so lucky over the years with the clients that I've had. And most of my clients, in all honesty, they trust me very blindly. And so a lot of times people are just like, tell me what to do. <laughs> what do I do in this situation? Um, so I, I can't make their I can't make those decisions but I can certainly you know try and offer guidance but but that was the hardest part was not having that control and <laughs> kind of letting go of that like, I like control a little bit so yeah
0: I can imagine that must have been hard you know especially when like I feel like even in our you know working together you know cuz you helped me buy and sell <laughs> more than one time so yeah. um to go through that like it's very stressful but you know, there are moments where you just kind of feel like I have no idea what to do, right? And I'm sure that you see that more often, like, you know, than just, you know, our own experiences with you, because it really does sometimes come down to like, so many factors that you're trying to balance. Um, so I, I think that uh, yeah, that must be very interesting. Um, can you talk a little bit about what the spark was? I know you sort of said that it was you know your children and having more flexibility um, with your life. But what was what was the spark for real estate? Really, what was like? Okay, I'm gonna become like you know it's still because it is. It's still like weekends and evenings and things like that. So why why real estate?
1: Uh, well, I think, I think for me, I mean, I always had a very, I I was always really interested in real estate. So, you know, all I had actually funny enough, I'd actually thought about doing my license for about five years and you know, the way life goes, that's not the right time. I'll do it later, you know, and, and then it was just for me, it, it just, I got to the point where. I wanted more control over my schedule Um, and with real estate, I mean, it's it's a tough industry and it's tough to get going, but if you have a good business plan and a good model, if you think like the possibilities are absolutely endless, how you can you can you can really tailor it to whatever you want it to be. Right now, I have children and I want to be a small team because I want I want to work closely with people. You know, as my kids get older, I you know, I hope that I can expand my team and have multiple agents uh, working under our our team name. Uh, But right now, that's not what what I'm looking for so it's just the, the the possibilities in real estate are really quite endless if again if you work hard and you're willing to to kind of put in the the effort and the planning so it was it was always a, an underlying interest of mine um okay. you know lord hgtv man if I didn't have that
0: <laughs> if I yeah. didn't have
1: to watch so much of that but um but it's on that leave right when
0: you're just oh, sitting there constantly yeah. nursing or feeding kids you just constantly watching hdv tv i don't watch it now i don't have time yeah. when you well, when they're that little when they're that little you do right so yeah and this is kind so, of pre-netflix i don't even know if we had netflix back then i don't know oh no, no
1: no there was there's was not a whole lot else so um so yeah so that was that was kind of it and and to be honest when it started i wasn't i didn't know what to expect it's very different than what you see on tv like anything else um but but I, I the whole thought was my husband and i had thought about getting into some investments and and starting to invest in real estate and and that was also part of it i was like you know what let's just let's just be more educated about it and and um and i didn't really know at the beginning where it would take me but i was certainly interested in in you know seeing where i could go with it and and then because of my policing background I I've, I've really hit a niche market within the police and I know we're going to talk a little bit about how I grew that but yeah. but it's 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 very if you look at police officers they're not very trusting people. I don't <laughs> so, know, are they? I don't know. <laughs> you no, know, we have a hard, you know, we have a hard time trusting other people. Um, and so it it really worked out where I started to work with a few police officers that I knew or that I um, worked with in policing and it really kind of snowballed from there right once again it's like anything else once you have a good reputation once you you've done a good job for somebody it just kind of goes and um, so even to this day I mean about probably about half of my business every year are police officers or a direct referral from you know, some, another police officer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, so it's, it, I kind of hit this niche market and it, it, it actually grew a little bit quicker than I was expecting it to and not making it sound like it was really easy, but, um, but yeah, so it, uh, it, it just kind of worked out, but that, the spark was really, like I said, wanting to be around more, wanting to have more control, wanting to know that the harder I work, the, the more benefit I'm going to get for my family. Right. So, yeah. Um, so that's kind of and this well is kind
0: went. of pre, before it got like really sporty, right? Like you're, I don't know if they were really, you guys were in sports at that point or as much well, as you are
1: now. They were, but not, <laughs> not anything like we are right now. <laughs> so.
2: There's a simpler way to run a business and you know it. You might have a system that you're telling yourself is working, But what would it look like if you could have everything in one place? I'm talking invoices, contracts, automatic messages, questionnaires, online booking timelines, and more. HoneyBook is a relationship management software, a fancy term for organizing your clients, workflows, and calendar. Basically, it's there to streamline your business and remove the need for sticky notes and then creating Excel formulas. Talk about a time saver. Being able to create workflows with time communication allowed me to not have to reinvent the wheel with every single client or set a million reminders in my phone. HoneyBook integrates with all kinds of other things as well, like QuickBooks, Calendly, Google Calendar, Gmail, Zapier, and more. What's a bonus is HoneyBook is offering 50% off for a whole year if you sign up. So make sure you head over to our website at www.grayloftstudio.ca slash HoneyBook and save 50% for a whole year. Trust me, you're going to love it.
0: Yeah. Um, so, you know, let's chat a little bit about, um, you know, your path. I mean, we've kind of touched on a couple of things. Um, you know, was there any kind of details or steps that you took that you can kind of point out? Like, I know one for specific just says, you know, working together. Um you know that you were offering sort of to do free like assessments of homes, and I remember being like, "Yeah, like I can do that. I can let her do an assessment. I think everybody wants to know how much money their house is worth or gone up." And I think we had been in the house like, I don't know what a year at that point. <laughs> like, it wasn't even that long. Um, but you know, what were some of the things that you've done just um, so, to sort of grow your business in the beginning and maybe even now?
1: Yeah. So I think. Um I there's a few different things that I that I tried and some that I've continued with I mean the what you were talking about with the the assessment so if you think about um needing experience and and when you get into any new profession you need you just need to get in front of people and so interestingly enough I I had heard this tip from some from some training that I had had done and I did that so I had had my license uh, like maybe a month I don't even know if it was that long brand new and I put that out on Facebook I just my personal contacts saying hey if anyone wants to know um, what your house is worth I need the practice I need to get into houses I need to start practicing um, you know valuing homes so if even if you have no intention of selling whatsoever let me know if you're interested in knowing what your house is worth. Everybody wants to know, you know, has has kind of an inkling here and there. And, um, and so I probably did, I'm going to say it was close to, uh, it was like at least 35 homes that I went into. And, and so, you know, you spend an hour walking around looking at the home and, and then I went back and did my research and would get back to them. And out of that, I ended up with four, um, doing four different deals. So, two different families who, who was like in one of them, the husband still is a little bit upset with me because he was like, we weren't even going to move. <laughs> but
0: we um, were well, never going to plan to move. Okay. It just happened, Amy. We know this.
1: Exactly. So, but no, but it was really great because everybody knew at that point that I was new. Right. And so, When you're getting clients in the first year of having your real estate license, people are going in with blind faith. They're going, you haven't been tested. You, nobody knows if you're going to be any good at it or not, but I found the people who worked with me in that first year, they were people that knew me personally and knew my personality and know, you know, thought that I would be a hard worker. And so there, it was, that's the only way to describe it is blind faith, right? They're just jumping in. Um, But, but that one Facebook post and I mean, it was a lot of work going into 35 different houses. Yeah, it was, it's a lot of time. That's like over 70 plus hours or more, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. But, but in the end, it paid off, right? So that was kind of, that was my jumping point. Um, And then from there, I really, really, really focus and I still do. And you're, you still probably kind of (laughs) are the, uh, you know, the beneficiary of some of this, but, um, (laughs) but I do a lot of um, what I call pot buys. So this is very kind of common in real estate, but. If you look at how to build a business and it's so much harder to go out and try and get a new client, right? Try and meet somebody, find somebody and convince them that you're the right realtor for them. When you, I have a database of, you know, well, you know, hundreds of people that have already worked with me or have some connection to me. And so I really want to work on, um, Sorry, my printer's going off in the back. Oh, it's okay. um, But no, I I really want to work on growing those relationships and keeping those relationships. And so what I do is what we call Popeyes. So at different times during the year, uh, people will come home and there might be something little on their front step. And sometimes I ring the doorbell and sometimes I don't, depending on kind of what's going on. People with little babies, I try not to ring the doorbell. (laughs) Um, But, uh, but yeah, and they're literally just they're very small tokens of my appreciation for different things. So one year I did Mother's Day, uh, bunches of tulips. So you would come home and there would just be a tulip and it's got a little card, um, usually with some little saying on it. And uh, so you know, know who it's from. Um, I always do one at Christmas. So, uh, you know, this past Christmas, um, between Lisa and I, who's my, my partner, we probably went to over a, a hundred houses that we delivered, uh, Christmas gifts to. And yeah, again, it's so cute <laughs> yeah, something little and, um, and it's, it's really great. And I mean, I do it because I'm trying to keep those relationships. Um, and, and I'm friends with a lot of people, so it's not even like it's a forced, um, gesture, but, uh, but really just that has been my focus is is making thing, uh, making all of my relationships um kind of stand the test of time right and keep keep working with people so it's not transactional i'm not okay your transaction is over and i'm never going to talk to you again i'm you're going to hear from me i don't spam people i don't send out things you know um all the time but you will be invited to a few um client appreciation and i know again you guys have come to to a couple of them so, so we usually try to do a skating party in the winter and um where we rent an arena and you know there's just snacks and and it's just a fun way for people to come out and enjoy an afternoon um we always do a pumpkin party in the fall where people come out to a a pumpkin patch and they get to take a couple of pumpkins home with them and there's some activities to do and those are just extra things just um again just to to show our appreciation for all of the support that we get because even if we know, and it's funny cause I have people that have bought a house <laughs> and they're like, we are never, ever moving again like we will be in this house till the end of our days and and that's good and they still get my pop buys they still get invited and it's funny because I had one client he was like you know we're never buying a house again how come you keep sending us these things and I was like but but I I'm like it's an appreciation thing and you know what I if you're looking at everybody knows somebody that's going to need to want to buy or sell so it's it's it makes me feel good because I'm appreciating my clients, but it's also, um, strategic as well, right? There are people that, that they'll refer me to. And, um, so anyway, so that has been my main focus on growing my business. So the Popeyes initially, I would go out and be able to do them in an afternoon. They now take <laughs> usually a couple of weeks <laughs> and uh, we literally have like a spreadsheet and a map. Well, luckily so,
0: I don't live too far from you. So, <laughs> yeah,
1: yes, exactly. Um, but, uh, but it's something that is never expected by the clients, but I think it, it's usually really appreciated. And, uh, so it can be for, I, like I said, I've done mother's day Easter. Um, you know, we usually do, we call it a December pop by cause it's not necessarily just for Christmas, but it's around Christmas. Um, I used to do pumpkins. So I used to deliver pumpkins up until we just started doing our pumpkin party, but, uh, So that's, that's really been, that's been huge for my business and, um. Taking
0: care of your clients, you know, like taking care of them, um, the ones that you've already worked with. Um, did you, do you find that most of your clients now, do they come from those people? Like, do you find can you kind of track your direct results like from some of these pop buys or from those clients directly or like, what's your feel on that? I mean, I know I refer you, but I don't know how, how you feel with other people. And I know people
1: that I've referred you to that buy and sold a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So I, I don't know necessarily like one specific Popeye, but I do look at, um, I do track my numbers at the end of every year and look at how many referrals I've gotten, and how, uh, who they came from, because there are, there are previous clients of mine, like yourself, that are, you know, an A, A refer, <laughs> with, with sending me, you know, multiple people, which is amazing. Thank you so much. I hope you continue to do that.
0: <laughs> and, I will.
1: Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think that if you, if you look at my business plan, so I don't, I don't spend very much money on uh, marketing myself. So I market my properties. So I I pay for advertising when I have a listing. But you will rarely see an advertisement. To be honest, I can't even remember. It's been years probably since I posted any kind of... Paid advertisement, like hire me. This is who you know. Um, You're
0: I, not on a park bench. I haven't seen you, anyways.
1: <laughs> no, I, and not that. Like, I don't want to make it sound like there's anything wrong with that because I'm not. I'm not saying that at all. It's no. just for, for me. I where my business is right now. Um, I work. You know, the majority is repeat and referral business, and I find that I have really good luck with those clients. So if you you have some kind of connection with them. Um, Through whoever you know, and I just find it's 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 just really worked out for me, and that's kind of how I want to continue on at this point. And um, you know, I I will get the odd client that finds my website or finds me on Facebook or something like that. I do get a lot of business from Stitzville moms and Kanata moms. (laughs) Um, You know, people, but but it's crazy. But people will ask for referral, as you know. Within yeah. 20 minutes, there's 96 realtors, you know, there's 3000 realtors in Ottawa.
0: Wow. That's a lot. And, if
1: you, and if you think about it, and over the span of a typical year, we, we see about 15,000 transactions. So if you're looking at the numbers, like there, there are some realtors that are doing 100 deals, and there are some real realtors that are doing none. So there's, there's lots of competition out there and lots of business but um but the majority of my business comes from that repeat referral type of business and that's that's how I set it up at this point right so
0: yeah because I feel like kind of you know the one thing that's always set you apart in my opinion anyways is that you always have such like a home feel you know what I mean like I feel like you know, you, it doesn't feel like I'm dealing with a real estate agent. I don't know if that makes any sense to you, (laughs) but you know, and not to say that, um, you know, and I, I, I worked with another real estate agent before I worked with you and she was lovely. Um, but you know, I feel like when I deal with you, I'm dealing with like a person versus like, you know, this, I don't know and maybe it's just like the the stigma right where you just feel like oh you're not sure if you trust them you're not sure if they're giving you the right advice or if they're just trying to make a sale i've never ever felt like that with you and i mean to the point where we've invited you to go look at a house and then bought it like <laughs> the next day so with a zero intention of buying it so you know um i think that you probably get that from a lot of your clients i would assume Um, I mean, and correct me if I'm wrong, but that's, that's the feel that I get from you. Your business feels like almost like a home, you know, it doesn't feel like this big thing. And, And I think that that's advantageous in a sense. Like, I know you want to grow your team, but I think that that home feeling is really what's really driven people, I feel like in my, you know my opinion anyway
1: so and that's that that's the goal right like I want people to feel comfortable and I mean they have to you know we're I'm in a professional industry so you, you need to have be professional but I think that like I said you you have to think of how someone reacts and and how you're going to interact with those people because when I when I interview for listings you know sometimes I'm I'm going and I'm I'm competing against other agents and I always say to the people, you know what you, and this is very truthful you have to go with your gut because we can sit here and have a great conversation and, and get along just fine. So, but think about, you're not stressed right now. So think yeah. about when the stress <laughs> level is here and who are you going to, who are you going to feel most comfortable dealing with? Right. Yeah. And one of the, the big kind of aha moments in my business was when I realized that I, I attract I I, like attracts like, so I tend to attract clients and, and families that are kind of like me. And so, you know, it's it, it just tends to work that way, right? So like
0: busy, like, don't have a lot of time, you know, maybe like higher anxiety around selling or, you know, like, you know, probably people that probably throw a lot of trust at you because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right? they're like, we don't have time to deal with this, you know? So.
1: Yeah. yeah. Or um, even like the personality wise, you know what I mean? So I, you know, cause I do work a lot with um, first time home buyers And, you know, over the last couple of years, I've, I've seeming to be dealing more with, um, like older people that are now retired and downsizing that type of thing. So, so not necessarily always their life is like mine, but, um, but definitely personality wise. Right. And, um, (laughs) so it's good.
0: Um, so is any challenges or sort of pivots that you've made in your business? I mean, I've been following you since the beginning. you know, has there been any, I, I don't know, I wouldn't, I can't think of any, but I'm sure there has been um, challenges or pivots that you've had to make. I mean, probably one right now during the pandemic. Um, but even before that, was there anything that really stood out to you that was like, Oh, my gosh, this is hard.
1: Yeah, so there's a couple. I mean, um, definitely right now, I would say is probably going to be one of the biggest pivots that we've ever a uh, shift in how we do business. Um, and we were like, I said, I think I feel like we were I was somewhat prepared for kind of moving to a much more virtual experience, but definitely this, this has been pretty huge and it's gonna be interesting to see how the year plays out. Um, I know that you know, we're officially in a recession here in Ottawa now, in, in Canada, excuse me. Um, and the last time there was a recession in Ottawa, the amount of realtors dropped from about 3,000, I think they said down to about 1,200. So a lot of people couldn't quite make it through that tough period. So it's, it is going to be interesting to see how the the next year plays out. And, um, you know, we're still in a really good, the market is still in a really good place right now. So, um, but, but it'll anyway, we're, this is definitely a huge pivot in, in how we're doing business and having to learn how to handle what's happening and how to advise people as best we can. Uh, but earlier on, I definitely think, um, just as I started to grow, I think what happens is when you it's great when you're growing, but you have to be able to grow at a rate that you can control, right? So <laughs> if you start to grow too quickly, um and this was always my fear was if I have too many clients go on, on at once, are things going to fall through the cracks? Are things going to be missed? And am I going to do a bad job? Because
0: this is family life too, right? Like, is that suffering Absolutely. as well? Absolutely. Right? So-
1: and and this business is all about reputation. And so it's, it's hard to build up, but it's easy to lose. <laughs> so, so, true. So, so it, uh, so really, when I started to grow quite a bit, um, it, it coincided really well to when I partnered up with uh, my partner, Lisa Gerard, And um, so that has been probably the saving grace of, of my business was when I started to get too busy. Um, she, she, we partnered up at that point and, um, and we really, really play off of each other. And, uh, and so that has been huge. Just having someone that always has your back and always uh, is available to, to help on those because you can't be available 24 hours a day. I try, (laughs) but can't.
0: (laughs) And you, and she, she was close, right? Is she your neighbor almost?
1: yeah so she lives very she lives a couple doors down from me yeah. so we uh yeah so not recently this is the thing we're we're being very good with the uh, the rules in place right now but um um but yeah our our families are very intertwined our kids are friends, and uh, you know we vacation together and we do a list and and we work very similar similarly, so that was part of it because part of growing it and growing a team is is having to loot. Having to let go of a little bit of control, right? <laughs> and it's easy with Lisa because we work so similarly that people who have worked with both of us um, find that find that whether I'm showing them the house or Lisa's showing them the house, um, it, it's pretty seamless. And um, and we just our systems for communicating with each other. So typically, one of us will be the lead realtor for a, a family or a couple or a client. And then the other is just the, the, the backup should we need kind of support at any point. So, um,
0: and I think, I think I kind of remember now, I think she, you did introduce her, but you were still the lead, Um, but she was there had we needed, you know, help or support. And you were very clear about saying, you know, should you need anything? And I'm unavailable, you know, Lisa's here to help me, you know, help. Fill the in those gaps. And okay. so yeah, I think I remember that now thinking
1: about <laughs> yeah, exactly. and and a lot of times we don't we don't always need that. But, um, but again, it's it's there. And it's a it's a fail safe, right? So that um, so that people always have someone to contact. And, uh, and we try to we try to, like I said, offset each other. So that was a that was a pretty big pivot for me being able to, to get to the point where um, now I can now now we're working with more than one person and uh, and how that's going to work. So that was, um, that was probably the, the biggest other than kind of what's going on right now, which, which other than that, the, the my growth has been, you know, fairly, fairly steady. And, um, and so that it's, it's been a good trajectory, I guess, if you can explain it like that so yeah
0: and I think like was there any hiccups when you guys first started working together in terms of you know the way you did things or the way she did things is there anything there because I know like I've had to bring on Luke you know and Luke um, and I are, are different people you know we do act quite differently. We have different strengths and I think that that's kind of what is advantageous for us. You know, he's very technical and like techie and he's kind of like what we call like the worker bee. Like he's just like, he could just sit there and, you know, do stuff on a computer. Whereas I'm more of like the people person. Like I can go and talk to people. I can direct people. I love that. Um, Was there anything kind of like that that you found that have you guys been able to balance um, those types of skills?
1: Yeah, no, for sure. So Lisa definitely is more of a, um, and, and I, I think you've met her at some point. Um, yeah, I met her Yeah, a few times. Few yeah. Times. Um, so she's, so I'm definitely the, the, the more outgoing people person type of thing. So she's, she's just not um, as interested in kind of going to, to all of the social events and doing, and, and I don't, like, I don't know how to explain this in the sense of, um, our relationship but just she's happy she's just such a hard worker and she's so happy kind of more behind the scenes um and so it really has worked out because like I said I mean she has her own clients and I have my own clients but um but I I try to be kind of more the face of of what's going on and it's just I, it's hard to contain me <laughs> so, I get it yeah so, <laughs> so, so there certainly have been um you know we had to we had to work on getting some systems in place and it's always a work in progress. We're always looking for better ways to, to be able to streamline things and make things more seamless for people. Um, So, you know, but, uh, but definitely, um, like I said, I I think that our personalities are so similar in how we deal with people. And again, it's like a trust issue, right? It's um, you know, I trust her (laughs) implicitly. And so, and i you know, so it just, it works out really well for our team and how we work but uh, but definitely like I said we're always looking for for better ways to do things and and um and she's she's very good at kind of setting me on track so she'll she'll like corner me and be like you have to do this get this done. <laughs> and it's, so it's it's really it's but it's a good push right to yeah continue you we need
0: that we need that I think you and I are similar in the sense that we you know we're dreamers right like we we dream big and like we think we can do it all but sometimes it's hard right it's yeah. sometimes and we don't like to admit that we never want to admit that I can't do
1: everything. Yes, <laughs> so. I know yeah at some point you need some help for <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> um so do you have any tips is there anything that um you know, that you, I mean, you've t- you've given quite a few already, but is there any that you kind of think for someone who's just in, in a similar business, who's starting out, um, you know, anything that you would give them, you know, I know that you did your, your, your survey thing, but that might not work for everyone, right? Like, I think that, like you said, it was, it's a different time, right? Like even five years ago. Um, but is there anything that you would, that you give, or maybe you do work with people right now who are just starting out? What tips would you
1: give them? Yeah. So I think that um, for me, the best tip um, that I ever got was, or the best advice that I ever got was if people like you and they trust you, they'll work with you. So, you know, when you're starting out and you don't, you don't, like I was saying earlier, you're not proven, you don't have any stats, you don't have any, any clients that can vouch for you. It's, it's a very difficult situation and, and I'm not going to lie, you know, like I said before, real estate is a pretty cutthroat industry. And, um, so the, the big tips that I would get are, um, would be for people to prepare when you're doing your license. So interestingly enough, we were talking earlier about how we met and we met, um, when I was in the process of doing my courses and at a a social function that you hosted. And it was it was a little bit out of my comfort zone just to go to, you know, like a a invite to somebody who's you don't know. This is
0: Uh, pretty my business too. Like I hadn't even started my business, which is kind of crazy, right? So yeah.
1: Um, So for the year while I was doing all my courses, I accepted every invitation to any social event that I got, even if I didn't you know even if I was unsure about going or I didn't know I put that aside and I said no I gotta I need to get in front of every person possible and um and just the more people you know the easier your business will be right and so that was that was my first strategy was was getting in front of people if you don't know anyone this is a hard business to be in right and mm-hmm. so um, so yeah, so that was, that was the first part and still to this day, I mean, I'm a very social person, so it's, it's not it, like, it's a difficult, um, thing to, to accept invitations, but still again, trying to do my best to get out there. Um, and, and look at where you might have some potential clients, right? So for me, like I was saying, I have a very specific niche in, in policing. And so that's been, um, very helpful to my business, but I'm also, I take the time to try and get to know people. So with my kids and their sports, every year I'm introduced to a new group of parents on these teams, and um, so and again, it's not just about business. I, I genuinely, genuinely like to get to know people, but I take the time to try and talk to everybody and try and get to know people. Um, you know, I always sponsor the teams and do little things like that, but. Um, but that came later on when I had money to sponsor <laughs> a harder yeah. year one. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so if you're, if you're getting going, the biggest thing that I can say is just talk to people and get to know people. And you don't always have to be pushy about it. I, that's not my personality at all in, in real estate. is no, uh, no. But, but if you, if you, you know, it's a, it's a question that comes up. What do you do for a living? Oh, I sell real estate. And for the next question is yes. always, how's the market right now yeah <laughs> and then you go oh yeah. <laughs> wow so, so it's it's, a, it's an easy conversation to have with people and uh but again if you just talk to people and you have interest in other people then that's huge right and then um and then when you as you're building your business you have to continue to try and be top of mind, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So it's, it's terrible. And and I've had it happen. I had it happen, you know, in my first, um, like, probably about the beginning of my second year, where somebody that I'm, I'm an acquaintance, not somebody that I know really well, but I run into them, and I'm talking to them. And they were, you know, somehow real estate comes up, and they say, Oh, I, I forgot you were in real estate. And I thought, and they're like, Oh, my sister just sold, but I, I totally forgot that you and I, so I hadn't done my job, I hadn't kept, up with that person, I hadn't kept in top of their mind, so it's not. It wasn't about them. It was about, okay, how can I do that better so that next time the people won't forget about me in this career, right? So,
0: do you ever get people that um when you do say you're a real estate agent, you know, they like, oh, like, do they ever give you? I mean, you probably might be used to that because you're a police officer, <laughs> but you
1: know, <laughs> it's it's funny because it's very different, and I I've I've said this many times. You know when when I used to be at a party with people that I necessarily didn't all know everybody. Um, but I, typically I run in circles where the police are, you know, well-respected and, and, you know, people might've had a one bad experience getting a ticket or something, but generally yeah. they respect the police. And, and, yeah. and so it's interesting because, um, because what you just said, I remember the first time I had that situation. Oh, what do you do? Oh, I saw real estate. And the people are like, "Okay, uh, I'm just gonna go get a drink now." And they're just like, "I'm out of here." <laughs> um, and it's it, you're like, "Wow!" Like, and and that honestly is it's hard because it's there are certain professions and a lot of them are in sales where people think you might be slimy or you might not be authentic, and yes. that that is what I'm trying to dispel. Right? Is just. Yes um that
0: doesn't feel like that when i mean you know just even talking to you or you know meeting you somewhere and you know we've met in some random spot sometimes um but you know it's never felt like that but i'm curious yeah cuz i i so i don't get it so much being a photographer but if i say photographer they're like oh like that's a real job you know <laughs> You're You're like, like, oh,
1: yes, my you know
0: <laughs> it's a real job you know we you know we charge money yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's not yeah. monopoly you know so um yeah know that'd be interesting what about when you were a cop did you ever have people that were like "Ooh," as well or was it just kind of have you ever dealt with that before I don't
1: I don't really ever remember someone I don't really ha- remember an experience like that to be honest um no like I said I think I think a lot of people are interested in policing I mean you you know there's certainly lots of stories and uh, it, it's a little bit different than a lot of uh, you know other people's jobs so no I don't know that I've ever uh, you know in in an, in a social situation where I felt uncomfortable about about that profession. So no.
0: um, I, I, it could be just like two, I mean, I feel like where we, where we are, like people know, like I, I know a couple of police officers, you know, and it's just like, they're just, they're fine. They're normal people. <laughs> I'm not yeah. going to be happy about the police officer giving me a ticket, but you know, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I get that that's the job. So, so, yeah. And
1: I think, I think when I, in real estate, when I have clients and they know that that's my background, I think it, it actually helps people feel a little bit more secure about some of the questions that they are asking. So for instance, you know, I, I just have a perspective on the city that a lot of people don't have.
0: And Where to buy and where not to buy. Yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> and and, or even just small little things that I'll, I'll mention, um, you know, about a house, like when we're looking at a house, and I'll say, okay, we'll just, you know, note that there's a path behind here. So it's really easy to do a break and enter into a house that has a path, you know, and I, I talk about different things like that, and just different security features and, and, you know, mostly about the area, but I think it gives people a little bit of peace of mind that it's just one other perspective that that they can um, get when when they're chatting with me about their potential home or whatnot, right, so.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, you definitely have so much insight when it comes to that world as well. And I mean, yeah, (laughs) we won't go into it, but every single time. (laughs) Run into the police for not bad reasons, but you know, like a car accident or things like that. Amy's always been, you know, a helpful ear um, to just help me and guide me through things. So I'm really thankful for that. I really do appreciate all of your uh-huh. guidance and help because it, it is, um, it's not something that we deal with all the time, you know. So it's so nice to have somebody that you trust that can kind of tell you what to do and what not to do. And um, it's not that, you know, it's, I feel like sometimes when you go to the police station sometimes you're just like you're so like not sure what to say right and you don't know what to say to them but um you know it's so nice to have you to have for guidance um is there any tools that you use that make your life easier that you know maybe you would recommend or um you know what do you what keeps you organized i know you use your calendar but is there anything else that really kind of makes your your life
1: easier um, yeah. So, calendar by far. I'm a pretty simple person. Um, so, my the calendar, the family calendar is. Um, is it and- physical one or on your phone? No, it's a it's an electronic one. And all so my husband is a is a electrical and computer engineer. So he's, he's pretty technologically advanced much more than I am. So we have like color coded every every child has a has a special color in the calendar. And um, my older two have either an iPod or a phone. um, So they we basically all have access to the calendar. Um, my little one is too small, so she doesn't have anything yet, but she has, she does have her own color. And so that is what keeps the the, the family running at any given time. Um, I always joke that at 11 o'clock every night, my husband and I sit down and go, okay, tomorrow. So who has to be where? What's going on? Um, and it really is, um, and you know, I, I can say like, I have worked really, really, really hard over the years to build my business, but as you you can probably say with your business, it doesn't happen with just us. Like it no, ha- it's a no. full family affair here. And um, certainly my husband has, um, has really kept things together when it is, you know, there are months in real estate that are very busy. You know, springtime tends to be really, really busy. And he really just keeps things flowing here. So um, it's, you got to tag team it and you have to, you have to work together or it's just not going to work. Right. So, um, so the, the calendar by far is, um, is the biggest tool that we use in this household. Um, other than that, to be honest, um, I use Google um, like Google uh, tools quite a bit. So um, Google, uh, forms I send out to people when I'm doing, you know, whatever, before a buyer console, the seller console, that type of thing. Um, and it's just trying to get some systems in place so that you know, okay, here's a new listing. This is what has to happen here, then here, then here. And we have checklists and all of that type of stuff. Um, and it's very interesting and I won't go too much into it. But with Keller Williams, um, they've just spent literally billions of dollars creating new technology and a new system for Keller Williams agents. And it's supposed to be like an all in one, uh, mm. kind of program. So it this is very new, I'm still really learning it, but, um, but you're, we're supposed to be able to get our, you know, my database is now moved into that program and it's just supposed to be kind of an all in one stop shop to be able to do everything that we need to do. So that's, that's still, um, like I said, I'm still learning that, So that's going to, to come, but, um, but yeah, like I said, I'm pretty, you know, I'm, I'm pretty old school in the sense of, you know, I love technology, but, uh, but I love my checklists and I love my, um, everything that I just do in my, my Google drives and my calendar. I can, if I just have those, I'm good.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. Um, So uh, how can people find you or follow you? Uh, What's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Uh, yeah,
1: so I mean, definitely, um, Facebook is kind of where I'm most active. Um, I do have Instagram and Twitter, but to be honest, I'm not uh, on there a, a huge amount. But, uh, but yeah, Facebook for sure. Um, so you can just um, look up Amy Haggerty, uh, real estate team and should come up there. And um, or obviously by email text, all of those good things. Um, so pretty easy, just just a quick Google search and, and uh, should come up uh, pretty easily there.
0: That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Amy. It's been a blast having you on here. I mean, I've obviously been privileged to see your business grow. And I know how hard you work and appreciate how hard you've worked Uh over the years. Um, But, you know, I really hope that, uh, you know, this pandemic is over soon so you can get back to I'm, I'm actually curious to see if um you guys will have a spike later in the year you know like if your season you know you say spring is busy it might be like summer fall yeah. might be kind of crazy um yeah. for you guys especially because if people are still wanting to move right people are still buying houses and
1: yeah. it's
0: probably just a little bit less but
1: um, yeah i think i think that's what the prediction is we're going when when we start to be able to move around a little bit more freely we're going to see a big, a big spike for sure. So it's, uh, it might be, it might be a busy time, but, uh, but that's, that's good. And, hopefully everybody just makes it through. I just want to get through this. Right. So, yeah, um, but, uh, but no, and I, you know, I thank you so much for having me on. And, and like you were saying, we really have grown our respective businesses kind of over the same time period.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, so no, it's been, it's been really great. And, um, and so I've, i really enjoyed watching your business grow as well. It's been, yeah. um, it's been awesome to see.
0: I know, we'll have to do another call in like, you know, five years or something. Know, <laughs> see, see where we're at. Um, but yeah, thank you for being on
2: here and uh, yeah, we'll we'll chat soon.
1: Awesome, thank okay. you so much.
2: I'm over here about to do a happy dance because you just finished another episode of my podcast, Path to Business, where we get to hear amazing stories of how wonderful people got started and hopefully one day we'll be able to share yours too. If you want more info, head on over to our show notes page where you'll find all the latest info about this episode and links to the guests on the show. You can also find the latest discount codes or freebies I've put together just for you. Also, I wanted to personally invite you to my private Facebook group where you can meet other like-minded entrepreneurs like yourself who are making waves in their business and want to help and inspire others to dream big. The links are waiting for you, so head on over to greyloftstudio.ca
1: slash path to business.